Did I? Did I? I did click start, and then I clicked end, and then I had to say no, and here we go. Yeah, yeah Flash of Genius The following is legit, podcast though. may be cool. explicit. One Joe Young presents Adventures from the Shed, a tabletop RPG podcast. You can find us online at adventuresfromtheshed.com. And here we are on our audio podcast, Adventures from the Shed. We're going to be continuing our Dungeons & Dragons 5th edition campaign with Jason at the helm. Jason, why don't you go ahead and get us kicked off? I really don't want to. You know, that's the thing. I, we left off on such a happy note. People <laughs> we did, were alive. Yeah. You know, I, just, I think we should stay there. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, welcome to Dungeons & Dragons. Yes, we're going to continue through the Kingdom of Aridin with our intrepid group of heroes? Um, and Heroes, question mark. There, yeah. So uh, let's get started, and we'll start off with the typical introductions with Chris, the man himself, kicking us off as always. Hey, this is Chris. I'm playing Ophidian, the wanty pureblood rogue, but, you know, technically not too roguish, I guess. <laughs> and I'm Eli. I am playing uh, Anxiety Baby Tiefling Rays. Um, I'm... I, as a player, I'm going to be a mess because th that cliffhanger has oh, been, it's been hanging on all kinds for, of ways. Hanging on you for a couple weeks now, too. That doesn't help, mm -hmm. right? Yep. And I am Joe. I am playing Rolex, the Warforged Artificer. I'm Randy, and I play the uh, fighter, who is a tabaxi named Les. Uh, I stumbled all over that. I like that weird accent. Fighting combat. I like that accent that just came out. <laughs> just yeah, stumble, stumble talk, the accent. <laughs> I like that. All right, so just so everyone is aware, we did level up here. The group survived a you know a pretty um, harrowing encounter in the quarantine zone. They were successfully able to get out alive, so we did move up from level six to eight. Uh, and that is uh, so the characters will have some new abilities, they'll have some new features, some extra health. Um, just like we discovered with Ray's character, now he's going to be at full health and not half health, which will be nice. So. Uh, let's get started. Let's uh, let's have Eli, since he's so prepared to, to for tonight's game. Let's have him do the recap here. Ah, <clears throat> uh, so there we were in the quarantine zone. Um, shenanigans, shenanigans, running away from the not police. <laughs> we we were we were discovered by these uh, watchers in the quarantine zone, and they're strange leader in bone armor who I'm assuming was trying to suck the soul from our companion, but that was from a prior, prior episode. Anyways, they found us. We start running away. We dip into the sewers and start trying to get away from them. They send this weird hell beast after us. I don't know what it was. I, all I know is that it scared me. I was terrified. Now, um, the... The beast was slowed enough for us to get to the the edge of the barrier, and we barely made it through. Did some damage. I lost my weapon to it because I threw it. Um, we did manage to get away. On the way out, though, when we passed a sewer grate, we overheard some conversation, and it turns out that this uh, strange bone armor commander is in cahoots with the what was it winter's, winter's the, guard yeah winter's guard like 
captain, commanding officer, like one of the higher ups. But from the conversation, it seemed like they're rather tense about things. It was Sifia and Tiva. Yeah, those degenerates. Uh, that was the name of the uh, dark says elf the, thing. Says the literal half-fiend. <laughs> uh, <laughs> the... Uh, what was it? So, so I, I'm terrible with this. I'm sorry. Randy, what was that, that name? Sifia. Sifia? Sifia Antiva. Sifia Antiva. She was wearing a Juralik family chest along with many others. Yes. That was uh one of the one of the big twists that they are older than the current ruling families who have been in power for about as long as most mortals in the city have been alive. Um as a matter of fact, they are so old that Rolex recognized the uh his original family crest amongst the trophies yeah and that goes back over a hundred years yeah mm-hmm. yep. less is the same one as his too so yeah oh yeah um afterwards we laid low for a second got back to the surface and decided to split up i took our charge uh off on my own to finish getting her to safety Mm-hmm. Uh, took her to uh, a nice little tavern <laughs> uh, to get a good night's sleep and a nice hearty meal for the journey tomorrow. We need to rest up because I, you know, I don't have any spells, so I can't protect her. So we have to get some rest. Oh. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And we left off with her asleep in uh, in her bed and me towering over her with a sword ready to pierce her heart because I'm just that kind of guy. Yep. Yep. And I love the fact that everyone was, Oh, they're going to go and, you know, have romance together and stuff. And then <laughs> Nope, definitely not raise his plan. Slip into something more comfortable so I can stab you in the chest. <laughs> There's going to be some penetration. going on. <laughs> I will say the way I described the setup, <laughs> to the assassination uh, plot did not help my case. <laughs> no, no, it did not. But anyways, that is where we are going to pick back up here. Not with Ray's. We're going to let Ray's wait for a few more minutes uh, before we come back to him. But uh, uh, we are going to be picking up here. It is uh, late evening. Um, it is probably around 10, 30, 11 o'clock at night. You guys have had a horrowing, harrowing, I'm sorry, um, you know, past me? day and a half. Uh you guys probably don't smell very good. You have been in the sewer systems, uh, in the quarantine zone, and uh, you've gone off to do different things. Uh, Rolex and Les, you decided to go off to the Breaking Waves Monastery, which is a few buildings down, to meet with a old monk who used to be a... Um, not, not he wasn't a member of the Jurlik family. He was somebody who was a teacher to them and uh, who knew who knew them going way back. And then Ophidian obviously uh, has gone out to uh, t- to send out some messages, finish up some correspondence, and do those kind of things. So that is where we are going to begin. Um, any questions before we get started? Does yeah. Les have the right amount of hit points now? Do, do you Les? Uh, no. Uh, does does raise for that matter? I'm sure. I'm sure. Does everybody? Yes. 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 Okay. I'm pointing I at all the wrong characters. I still have level five fighter on mine, which is wrong. Hmm. Okay. Well. Well. We, 
<clears throat> well, we'll fix that in a minute here, but you know, we're not going to be in combat right now, at least unless you guys decide to do something crazy. So we'll get that sorted out here. But let's start cool. with um, Ophidian. Ophidian, what are you doing? I'm just cleaning myself up. I sent messages to Nadiva, heard back from my masters about letting things play out. So I'm just kind of like laying low, uh, waiting to see if I hear anything back from Annette. Okay, okay. Um, uh, you just sent the message out prior here. Um, uh, it, where are you? Where are you? Where are you hanging out here? Are you just hanging out in the city? Or are you hanging out in the street in a tavern? Where are you? Where do you see? Yourself? I would be in like wherever I live. You know, that's where I'd want to be, just kind of clean up and get the stench off me because it's not, you know. Okay, so you live in my thing. You live because you're you're a fancy person. You live in the oh, middle yeah. of our town, which is which is about a day and a half's travel away from you right now. So you're actually still in the poorer district. So. Uh, it depends on if you want to make that journey to your your personal home or not. Um, yeah, I will. Okay. All right. So uh, you will, again, have – how do you want to get there? Again, you can travel on foot. You can get a carriage and a horse. You can, again, take the uh, – fastest. The fastest way was the tram was the was the uh, um, the tram line which was attacked and bombarded by again you guys were a part of that there um, so that surface is certainly down so right now the fastest way would be um, the um, Pashar uh, taxi services which are carriages and horses and carts that bring people from one place to another um, it is to get from your home from where you're at right now to your district where you're from it would again be a decent amount of money for that here It'd probably be around 80 gold pieces for that particular journey if you wanted to do that Oof, it's more expensive yeah. than a tram yeah I'll just, I'll, just find, I'll just find a nice hotel okay all right make me an investigation check and see which which hotel you can find First roll of the night is for a hotel. <laughs> 15, okay. All right. All right. So with the 15, um, yeah, you can find a, a, you find a couple of places here. The closest one to you would probably be, I would say, um, uh, uh, that would be the uh, Delce Overlook. It is on the outskirts towards where the District 15 and 12, they, they, they start to get better the closer they get to the Wintermere districts and things like that. Uh, there's some of the last buildings on the edge. It would take you a good few hours, and unless you wanted to take again a taxi there, you could take that there. and It would be about 10 gold pieces to get you there. And then um, it would be about another uh, 15 gold for the night if you wanted to stay in the better places in district 12 and 15. Yeah, that works. Okay. All right. So yeah, we will say that is where you are at. Okay. All right. <clears throat> Rolex and Les, how are you guys wanting to get to um, the Breaking Waves Monastery? It is only about a couple, maybe a few, few blocks over, but again, it's a crowded city. It'll still take you a couple hours to get there on foot if you wanted to. The streets are still always jam-packed. At night, the street fills with smells of like um, uh, the, uh, the street vendors and things like that with their carts out. They have different foods and meats. You do see like some back alley games going on uh, with gambling and things happening here. The streets are always packed and full, um, but it's up to you guys how you want to get there. Oh, man, buddy. Uh, I, I'm not smelling so good. Uh, we should go find a place to go clean up. You're looking a little smudged, too. <laughs> a wash would be preferred. 
right, let's go and find the nearest place to go and uh, clean up real quick. Okay. Well, since you guys were in the area where um, Ray's was at here, the meat and mash where he's at would be the would be the closest place that would have that. There's also again the Red Lion, which uh, Ophidian stayed at um, uh, prior because he didn't want to sleep in the back room of the uh, uh, of the Stew and Pearl. Um, they also have cleaning supplies there and things that you can do. It's up to you guys. It's like um, the meat and mash and power wash. There you go. <laughs> power wash, you say. Being a yes, you know indeed. robot and all. Oh, this place is close. The meat and mash. Let's go there. Okay. It's, uh, nice cleaned up, and uh, there's some food here. Okay. All right. So it's it, it's only it's only two gold coins for each of you to to get some food and then to use their facilities. It's not very nice facilities. It's like a water trough, and there is some like soaps and stuff on there. But it's enough for you guys to to get clean uh, if you wanted oh. to go there. Uh, you would see Ray's at the bar. This is before he decided to make his way up into the room and do things. Uh, he is sitting there having a drink um, and you know unwinding for the night. Oh, hey, Ray's. We're just here to clean up. How late is it? Uh, uh, right now, it'd probably be around 10, 10.30, 10.45. Do you want to leave tonight, or do you want to just go uh, in the morning? What are you feeling? Whenever you are rested, I can go. <clears throat> I'm pretty beat down. I, we should probably rest. Who beat you down? Uh, we went from that one fight to the sewers to here, pretty much, so. It's been a nice walk. <laughs> Has it? I didn't think we rested. No, you guys didn't rest now. No, we walked. You guys leveled up. Bit, you, didn't, you didn't rest though, because you guys we were still on the same day. Yeah, I mean, yeah. we walked a little bit. That I mean, yeah. Rolex doesn't have the same problems with having been yeah. beat up, right? So, yeah, it's not quite understanding your problems. Um, some lady used me as a lightning rod, or he looked <laughs> like a lady. Dude looks like a lady. <laughs> anyway. So I, I'm going to go rest here because I'm feeling a little uh, ashy. Okay. <laughs> and and for Rolex, there's no reason for him really to get a uh, room or a bed. And he can just, I mean, as long as there's no objection in the um, the general eating area, he can just sit in the corner with um, Doug and, you know, snack on pretzels all night. Okay, That's so you guys... me in the corner. Yes. <laughs> me in the spot. <laughs> okay, so so you you guys are gonna stay in the same in the same area that raises it here. You're gonna stay in a room with the meat and mash. Yes, unintentionally the yeah. same area. Yeah, okay. it was the closest one. So okay, okay. Rolex, Rolex is a follower at this point. So if Les is staying there, he's gonna hang out in the same area. Yeah. Okay. All right. Rays, you see your friends there. They go to their own rooms though. They're taking their they're taking their leave. They're doing their things here, uh, and the the evening progresses. You wait for the appropriate amount of time, uh, as you dis as you discussed in the last game here. And you make your way up to uh, uh, to uh, where uh, uh, Shyla Steelman her room is. Um, we come back to you here, where you are standing over her, sword in hand. Shut up, Joe. <clears throat> Have you oiled it recently, though? I don't know. It's not my sword. <laughs> oh, that's true. That's true. It's not his sword. <laughs> Kinky. Hello. <laughs> I'm a collector. <laughs> oh my god. And it gets better. There's a whole tribe of eunuchs. <laughs> That's how I got it, the name Tower. <laughs> we have, we have to let Eli contemplate this seriously now because he has yeah. to come to terms with his decision for raise. So he raises his tower. I mean 
Orange. Okay. Um, I might have to pause the game for a minute. Uh, they need to cut power to my house. Okay. Oh. I think we we, oh, we no. can continue talking amongst characters if you think yeah. it's only going to be a couple minutes. That's not it, too it, big it, it should be. Let me let me yeah. uh, hold. I'll, I'll I'll be right back. Check One it second. out. Sorry, sorry no guys. Problem. One um, just so everyone's aware, I had some water damage in my house. They're here fixing it, and they're going into walls and stuff. So I'll be right back. Cool. Okie dokie. Yeah. So I'm I'm personally I'm really curious how um, this is going to turn out because we, we've been talking about this, and definitely Eli. I don't know if it's misgivings or just thoughts about how it's going to work out for um, for Rays. And uh, it's interesting watching Eli, because we do this, um, we talk in Zoom, even though it's just the audio podcast. So watching Eli and the different looks he has on his face of like, oh, well, how am I going to kill this lady, right? And what am I going to do afterwards? <laughs> the, the, the how isn't the question. Yeah, yeah. I meant, the, how, am I how emotion- I meant how emotionally, not technically, I guess is <laughs> right. That's what I'm thinking of. So Eli, was this, I mean, obviously out of game, was this something uh, Ray's thought on his own or was this an order from above? This is a kind suggestion. Uh, gotcha. Kind suggestion. Interesting. Yeah, yeah. Because yes. like, here's the thing: if I was going to be with her, it might have been gone the same way. <laughs> yeah. Yep. It was like uh, if it wasn't him; it was going to be me. Yeah. It. Oh. That's like the completely opposite spectrum of my character. So I don't think my character would have to do that. And I yeah. definitely would say that um, Rolex would fall on the less murdery side, but somewhere in the middle, mm-hmm. because it. I mean, if somebody told him and gave him a good reason to go kill this lady, I'm sure he would. But I yeah, think he'd really I, have I, to consider the reason because, you know, I, life I, is life. It's kind of important. I, I figured that's where Rolex would be standing on it. Yeah. If, Are if, you not, still not fascinated so with me? Oh <laughs> <God>. <laughs> and there was that, too. Yeah, because she was fascinated mm. with the whole Warforge thing. And um, that yeah. that piqued his interest for sure. Yeah, it, it's the it's the whole not so much that he's against it, he's just not understanding the reason for it. Yeah, if, like if yeah. there's no reason to do it, why do? Why it? bother? Right. And I think a lot of it just comes down to the way I want to play the character. He he wants to create life on his own too. He wants another um, construct that is sentient and knows what's going on. Um, and just snuffing out a life for no reason seems counterproductive. Uh, so, you know, it, it, at least as um, as far as the digits go, if we're counting up what's better <laughs> or worse, in general, it's better to keep the life than it is to take it. But that's not necessarily like the whole thing in the sewer. That thing wanted to kill us. Therefore, it needed to die. Right. Yep. And th- there's different weights on different lives in whatever scenario. And I see it within Rolex's head. It's like a calculation each time. It's not necessarily, is it for the good or for the bad? It's more so, which is it more of? Because everything is good and bad, and he's just coming up with what levels, right? Assigning uh, numbers and all that kind of stuff. That's the way I see it processing in his head, at least. And inside uh, Ophidian's head, I just see long S's all the time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Less cares about people and thinks that this whole killing each other thing is counterproductive to society and we really should be building something better. Um, 
So he would definitely not uh, go and just murder someone, even if he was strongly suggested to do so. He'd rather fall on his own blade. Yeah. Raises. <laughs> he very much follows a philosophy of there are people who just aren't worth keeping around. Not just, you know, around yourself, but around this plane of existence. Mm. Uh, there, there are definitely people who impede progress and step on on those they perceive to be below them. And they just don't deserve to be in the same realm. Uh, he's He has no real objections to killing someone if they are the kind of person to see others as below themselves. It can almost be like a philosophical exercise, too, where you say something like, um, maybe Ray's got a note or, or, or found a note in her writing that said she was going to kill Ray's tomorrow and he's just killing her first. But is that the way you would handle it? Or like lesser Rolex would probably say, um, I think I'm just going to stop her from killing me. She doesn't need to die. I'll just <laughs> stop her from killing me. Right. Instead of I got to you first kind of thing. That would be interesting. Um, I, that that's that's an interesting situation because in in a situation like that where it's, it's like no like context on on the why just yeah. I'm going to kill you, I'm going to kill you tomorrow. Ray's would yeah. I I feel like Ray's would hold off on the murder, never take it off the table, but he'd hold off until he understood why. Yeah, that's a good point. But I think that's the important thing to take away from this. He would never take murder off the table. It is always a viable option. Just the cost of doing business. Yep. Jason is looking like another 20, 30 minutes, unfortunately. Yeah, I'm thinking um, we might just want to come back when he's ready since he's really running the whole show here. And I mean, sure, we could babble on for quite some time, but uh, it'd probably be good if we had, you know, the DM on to continue the game as well. Just as a matter of, you know, making sure we get the right stuff in there. All right. Uh, So we uh, kill the king of winter spear speak, whatever it's called. (laughs) Oh, yeah. I mean, the whole family. Clearly, we are now in charge of the Aridan Empire. Because all praise are you on tea overlords. There yeah. you go. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Um, so I'll tell you what, let's go ahead and, and we'll take a, our first break of the evening. <laughs> and um, when we have a good knowledge of when Jason is going to be back, we'll get scheduled up for picking up again. Um, sound all right to you guys? Yep. Sounds good Sounds to me. Sounds good, listeners. To you, that'll be just a second. Yeah, it should be. Well, for those listening live, it won't be just a second. You know, it'll be no. the actual like time. Recorded, guys. Yeah. Future yeah. listeners at home. <laughs> but in the meantime, <laughs> the we Receiving Podcast was brought get to you ourselves by out of here and we'll you come can find back us online at shed.com. That's like one of the shortest.